Hello, and welcome to the Thrive in Change podcast. I'm Shannon LaBruyere. Hello, hello, hello. Let me start that again. Hello, everybody. I'm Shannon LaBruyere. I am live and loving it tonight. Welcome to Sunday Night Live, where we explore the principles that allow us to thrive in change. We can thrive in the change that we planned that works out, but it could be stressful. We can thrive in the change that we didn't plan. That's stressful. I'm here to tell you that you can thrive no matter what kind of change comes your way when you lean into the principles that we explore here on Sunday Night Live. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for taking time out of your schedule to either be with us live, or perhaps you're listening to the podcast recording, or maybe you're watching this video after the fact on our YouTube channel. Wherever you are seeing this, I want you to know that you're in the right place at the right time. I am 100% a believer in the phrase, when a student is ready, the teacher will appear. If I've just popped up into your feed, well, it's time. It's time. Thank you for taking the time to invest in yourself, to grow, to learn how to deal with change. I love that people are popping on and saying hi. Hello, Mary. It's good to see you. Philip, I'm glad you're here. Kelly, we haven't seen you live in a while. It's always good to have you. And anybody else who's watching live, if you would like to be part of our conversation, all you have to do is make a comment. Make sure you give Facebook, per, or yes, no, give StreamYard permission to use Facebook uh, when you comment. And that way it will use your uh, Facebook photo, uh, your profile picture, and it will also uh, allow us to see your name. And hi, Tammy, I'm glad you're here. Thanks everybody for jumping on. So tonight we are going to be lining, leaning into the Thrive Principle, hashtag respect the now. You guys, I know I don't give a lot of time to respect the now in our Sunday Night Live conversation. So tonight I'm really excited to be able to explore another way that that Thrive Principle can really help us in our desire to change and grow. So I'm excited to talk about respect the now. As you may know, Respect the Now has a few different ways we can apply it. One way we apply it is to be present. When I am with you here on Sunday Night Live, I want to be present here with you. I don't want to be worrying about what I have to do next. I don't want to be thinking about what I did this morning or what I ate for lunch yesterday. When I'm with you, I want to be present with you. And that's one of the powerful, powerful uses of that Thrive Principle, to be present with the person you're with, be present in the moment. Another way we apply it is to say that we have to respect it is what it is. The facts are the facts, whether we like them, whether we wanted them, whether we invited them. Sometimes the business closes and we're going to be without a job. We have to respect that fact, understand it is what it is, and then realize that until we can accept that, um, we're going to be living in the past. And, you know, when we look behind, 
we're not going that way. So that's another way to use the principle, respect the now. But today we're going to explore the idea of respect the now as a way for us to understand the urgency, if you will, of today, the importance of today. I like that even better. Sometimes it becomes urgent, but I definitely want to, to just help us to understand how important now really is because it's all we've got. Yes, be present in the moment. Philip, exactly right. Okay, before we get too far in, I want to inspire you to buy some thumb roast coffee. It's delicious. As I take a sip, right now is a great time to go online to thumbroastcoffee.com. Use the coupon code THRIVE, T-H-R-I-V-E, and get yourself some pumpkin spice, you guys. <laughs> now is the time. And if you're not a fan of pumpkin spice, they have a lot of other roasts that you will enjoy. Uh, but go and use that coupon code and get some love delivered to your mailbox. I'm telling you, my mail carrier, when she opens the mailbox, she has told me, she says, I'm so jealous. It smells so good. You can just smell the love. It's great. So I encourage you go to thumbroastcoffee.com, use that coupon code. And when you do that, what it says to the owner of Thumbroast Coffee is, hey, I'm a, I'm a Sunday Night Live listener. I'm a Sunday Night Live viewer. I listen to Thrive and Change. And then she realizes that her investment in us here is paying off. So I encourage you to do that. Ah, oh, Philip says he would love to try some Thumbrose coffee, but you don't know how to order online yet. Well, it's a pretty step-by-step -step process, Philip. If you've never ordered anything online, then I recommend take it step-by-step. -step. You will find that it is worth your effort. And good for you thinking about growing to... to growing in another way, right? Changing, learning, stretching. I love it. Okay. So tonight we are talking about uh, the value of potential or actually the problem with potential. Anybody else ever been told you have potential? I have. I was told I had potential for all my years growing up, all my years in school, people would see me and say, Shannon has potential. And for some reason, I did not make the connection between having potential and actually realizing potential, having the results of potential show up in my life. I just had potential. But having potential is worthless if we don't use our potential. And I wanted to explore that tonight because each one of you has potential. You have God-given potential. Back when um, my littlest sister was uh, in Sunday school, they had a children's musical called Down by the Creek Bank. And some of you may have attended a, a presentation of that children's musical. And there was a song that said, I am a promise. I am a possibility. I am a promise with a capital P. I am a great B. 
big bundle of potentiality. And it's true. And I loved that song and I loved hearing those children sing it. But here's the thing. Potential doesn't last forever. It's no good if we don't do something with it. I don't know if you saw the, the little advertisement uh, that I put, not an advertisement, just a, a, an announcement about what we were going to be talking about on Sunday Night Live tonight. And in that image, in that picture, I put an image of cherries and I love cherry pie. Anybody else? I love pie. I love fruit. I love cherry pie. And for some reason, the photo I picked really made me uncomfortable. It's a picture of some really pretty cherries, but then some cherries that are going bad. All that potential for pie being wasted, you guys. I don't even want you to go look in my uh, vegetable bin, in my refrigerator. So much potential for delicious, healthy, refreshing, nourishing salad. And it's going bad, you guys. Anybody else? You got produce in your bin and you don't get to it. It had all that potential to nourish us, to feed us, to um, help us. And it goes to waste because we don't use it. <laughs> I can see some of you are, have been in that boat. Potential doesn't last forever. And here's the thing, just having potential isn't enough. I had a ton of potential. And when I look back, I realized that I did not use my potential when I had it. And because I didn't, opportunities went away. I had the potential to be a very um, influential leader in an organization. And I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know how to be a good leader. I could get people to listen to me and I could get them to like me, but I couldn't figure out how to take them somewhere. All this potential as a leader, but I didn't take anybody anywhere. And then I figured out the key. The key is to start using our potential. Why is it that we hoard our potential? Like I was saving up all of my potential to be a good leader for what? What was I saving it for? And I'm asking you, what are you saving your potential for? What, what would you love to do, but you're just not ready to step out and try it? I'm here to tell you. It's time. It's time. I heard a great story. It was originally told by Mark Twain. He tells the story of a man who spent his whole life looking for the world's greatest general. He was a military man and he really respected that. And he spent his whole life trying to discover who was the world's biggest general. And that man at the end of his life journey, ends up at the pearly gates with St. Peter. And he says, St. Peter, finally, I need to see the world's greatest general. 
And St. Peter says, absolutely, my friend, we've been waiting for you. I, I will point you in the right direction. And they stroll down the streets of gold a little ways. St. Peter points over to a corner and says, right there, there's your guy. He is the world's greatest general. And the military man scoffed and he said, that man is not a general. That is the shoe cobbler from my hometown. And he repaired shoes his whole life. That man is not the world's greatest general. And St. Peter shook his head and said, oh, but if he had been a general, he would have been the greatest. Potential. Potential. Are you just doing something? Are you passing time? Are you busy? Are you repairing shoes? When God said you're supposed to be a general, your potential is only as valuable as what you are willing to do to use it. I was, <laughs> I've got so many stories about potential, you guys. <laughs> Let me take a drink here. I love to sew. I found a sewing shop that has beautiful designer fabric and they're all offered at the same price. Uh, so it doesn't matter if it's wonderful from a designer or if it's junky from, you know, who knows where it, you're going to pay the same price. And I love to go there because I feel it and try to see, Ooh, what, what could, what feels good? Like what's great. And I'll buy it. I'll buy some of it. And then I'll put it on a shelf in my room. And I, it's right over here. I can see it out of the corner of my eye. I have a stack of potential. I have a stack of beautiful fabric just waiting to be turned into something amazing. But it's not something amazing yet. I mean, it's beautiful in its own right, but it's not useful. It's sitting there waiting. <clears throat> and I had to make a baby shower. Well, I didn't have to make a baby shower gift. I chose to make a gift for a, a dear friend's daughter-in-law and her son who are getting ready to have a baby. And I made a beautiful little baby romper. It was so fun. It felt so good to take that potential of beautiful fabric and turn it into something that was useful, that was going to help somebody to um, feel pretty, to help a mama to feel like her baby looked beautiful. Amazing to turn potential into something that's actually useful. I was standing in line at that same store and there was another lady there, a few years old, older than I am, and she was admiring some of the fabric I was buying. And I said, oh, yes, this is really nice quality fabric. I can tell it's got a good amount of lycra in it. Lycra is stretchy. It's what makes swimsuits stretchy. So I was buying some. And she goes, oh, she goes, I have a piece of lycra. She goes, that I've just been hoarding. It's so beautiful. I don't know what to make out of it. And on and on she went about this beautiful piece of lycra fabric. And she described it to me. It's black. And she's moved a couple of times and she's carried this fabric with her. She just is, she's told me this. I'm afraid to cut into it uh, because I don't want to waste it. And I was curious. And I asked her, how long have you had that fabric? Over 30 years. She's been carrying a piece of black fabric 
from home to home across the ocean for over 30 years. My friend, that black lycra fabric that you bought 30 years ago is probably trash by now. It, it's probably so poor quality compared to what's available after 30 years of fabric innovation. And yet she has it in a little bag and she carries it from place to place to place. What are you carrying around that could be used now to do some good? If you hold on to those beautiful cherries because they're so beautiful, they spoil. If you hold on to that gorgeous fabric because it's just so cutting edge, it, it was the newest thing when she bought it, that lycra, it had just come out. It was a novelty when she bought it and she's been treating it as if it were something special and unique and um, cherished when every year that goes by causes it to decay a little more. Are you still holding on to that 30-year-old camera that was top of the line when you bought it? This is a better camera now, right? This is a better camera. Potential is only worth something when we use it. And if we don't, the time passes and it is no more. It loses its value. Kelly says, even though I'm in my 60s, I still have potential and it feels good. Yes, it feels good to know we have potential. I would never want you to think for a minute that I don't believe each one of you have potential and that you don't right now, no matter how old or how young you are, that you don't have potential. But what I do want to impress upon you is this. The potential you have is not valuable just because you have it. It's valuable because you use it. You turn it into something. And Kelly, I know because of the parts of your journey that you have shared with us on Sunday Night Live, I know that you have been not just holding on to your potential, but now that you've seen it, you are realizing it. You are doing something with it. Well done. And I ask all of you, what potential do you have that you need to do something with it to turn it into something amazing? My stack of fabric looks pretty and it feels good for me to hold, to touch it and to hold it and say, oh, this is so lovely. But it's not useful until I turn it into something that can help. When I was young, I didn't collect many things, but one thing I did collect and I enjoyed it very much was things that had Holly Hobby on it. Some of you may remember Holly Hobby was kind of like a rag doll. Um, well, she was a rag doll in real life, but they had illustrations. It was through Hallmark cards and she had a big sun bonnet on and she had like a prairie dress. I just loved Holly Hobby. I had a Holly Hobby lunchbox, Holly Hobby thermos, Holly Hobby bedspread all kinds of holly hobby stuff. And it all faded away as I grew up and moved on. And then about 15 years ago, I decided, you know what, I think I want to, I want to go on eBay and buy a holly hobby doll. And so I did. 
I found one for a relatively cheap price. It was exactly the kind that I had when I was nine and 10 years old. I loved it. And I sat it at the end of the bench at our cottage up in West Branch, Michigan. And so anytime I go to our cottage, I see that doll and she reminds me of my childhood. And my siblings have gifted me with items that have Holly Hobby on them. And it's, it really is a fun thing to be reminded of the past. Uh, it's, it is. It's a wonderful thing. And then my niece and her family moved from Oregon to Michigan and they needed a place to stay for a couple of weeks until their home was ready. And her little girl, two-year-old Zena Bell, went into my bedroom right down to the bench at the end of the bed and picked up that Holly Hobby doll and said, oh, my baby, I love her. You guys, I gave her that doll. That doll was so much more valuable to me when it was being embraced in the arms of a child who loved it. It had potential to help me to reminisce. It had potential to help me to remember the good old days. And that was fine. But you know what a doll is for? It's to inspire love. <laughs> Come on, that little girl can have that doll. I'll find another one. Any potential that you have has the power to show love, to change people's lives, to help, to bring you growth, satisfaction, maybe encouragement. It doesn't have to be valued by anybody else for you to turn your potential into something that is valuable. But this is the ingredient that it takes. It takes action. What potential are you so glad you have? And what action can you take to turn your potential into something that is valuable in your life or the lives of somebody else? Let's hear it. I'm seeing some thumbs up. I'm seeing some hearts. I love that. And I'm so glad you're tuning in. Where do you have potential? And what can you do to start turning that potential into the value that it represents? I'm reminded of a beautiful song that I learned many, many years ago in church, and I won't sing it. I've sung enough on this one, you guys. But it says, little is much. Oh, I might as well sing it. Little is much when God is in it. Labor not for wealth or fame. There's a crown and you can win it if you go in Jesus' name. You guys know my faith base. Um, I've got purpose. I have potential. And even if it's a small action that I take, God is going to swoop into that action whoosh, and expand it and do something great with it because I'm doing it because of him and what he's done for me, because I'm a steward of the gifts. I encourage you, if you have gifts, no matter how little they may seem to you, when you take action using that potential, amazing things happen. Mm. 
<laughs> Philip loves the song. Good. Thank you. <laughs> and Missy says, what a beautiful reminder. Until I was around JMT people, John Maxwell team people, I'd never heard about investing in our own potential, finding it and growing it with intention. Mind blown, right? Yeah. And that's why I show up here to meet with you every Sunday night. That's why I have the live stream leadership program where I help women to lead themselves and others well, because I so believe in investing in our own potential, doing something with it, fanning the flames. I'm not going to lie. That beautiful little baby romper that I made was precious. It was beautiful. It was so sweet. It was so much more beautiful than it was when it was just a flat piece of fabric folded up and sitting on a shelf next to some other pieces of fabric that weren't too different. What you do with your potential is what makes it fabulous. What you bring when you start using your potential is what makes it amazing. Your thumbprint, your special gifts, talents, abilities, passions, losses, gains, joys, sorrows. You bring all of that to the table when you start working with your potential. And God takes your efforts and expands them and expands the impact. You've got to use it in order for that value to show up. It's a Sunday night, so I guess I'm not going to feel too bad about using another Bible story. Okay, are you with me? <laughs> and even if you aren't a Christian, if you don't, um, if you don't know about the Bible, the story will still help you. It will still show you the beauty of the principle of using our potential and allowing it to become something bigger because we're willing to do something with it. The story in the Bible that I love is about Jesus and he's speaking to a crowd of people and that crowd is growing and growing and growing. And pretty soon there's, you know, 5,000 people plus women and children. There were a lot of people and it got to be lunchtime. And one of Jesus's disciples, his, his uh, faithful men who helped him to minister said to him, it, people are getting hungry here. I'm not sure what we're going to do. And they found a little boy who had five loaves of bread and two fishes. His mom had packed him a lunch. And when he gave that modest lunch, five loaves, two fishes, gave it to Jesus and said, here, use it. Jesus took that modest lunch and he turned it into a lunch that fed 5,000 plus people. And there were baskets left over. Little is much when God is in it. I believe, you know, I bring the honor, right? This is my character. I believe that God created you with a purpose, with gifts, with abilities, with talent. I believe that you are a valuable person. 
And I believe that when you give whatever gifts you have and use them, share them like the little boy who shared his lunch, more impact happens than what you could have ever conceived possible. Receive that tonight. Take that and fold your heart over it and let it sink in. The potential that you've been hoarding, waiting to use because you weren't, you weren't good enough. And we talked about that last week, right? It, you'll never be good the first time. Just do something with it and watch what happens. You are going to get better and better and better every time you use it. And when you invest in your potential, like you're investing here on Sunday Night Live, like the ladies of Livestream Leadership do when they invest in themselves to take part in, a, in a, a leadership mastermind that stretches them, stretches the way they see themselves, stretches the way they use their gifts and skills. When you do that, you open up the possibility for even more potential and more value to add to others and then more potential and more value. You become a river, not a reservoir, not just collecting knowledge. Isn't it wonderful to know stuff? I don't know about you. You guys, I love to know stuff. I love to read. I love to know stuff. I love trivia. I love facts. I love all of that. I love it. But if I just learn and learn and learn and never do, I've got all this potential knowledge, but it's not doing any good because I'm not using it. Use what you've learned tonight, my friends. Use it. What was the thing that stuck out for you? During this last half hour, as we're getting ready to wind up and, and start the rest of our week, right? Tomorrow's Monday morning. We're going to hit the ground running. What's your takeaway from what we talked about tonight? Where do you have potential? And you're seeing, ah, it's time to do something with that. Don't let the salad go bad in the drawer, you guys. <laughs> Don't let the cherries not become pie. Don't let your gift for connecting with people go to waste because you're afraid. Step out. You have everything you need right now to do the next thing you need to do. I encourage you to do it. Do it, do it, do it. And with that, we're going to call it a night. Thank you, whether you are watching live or whether you're tuning in on a video or on a uh, recording. Thank you. Thank you for investing in yourself. Thank you for believing in your own potential. And I just want to encourage you now, do one thing with it. Cannot wait to hear the results. Philip, I am glad that you're encouraged. Pam, I am glad that, that you are here with us live and you are welcome. You guys go out there, go and do good. You've got the potential. Make it a reality. I love you. Bye.